Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Raw and Wild Hearts podcast. I'm your host and guide, Lori Rising, and welcome to today's very special episode called Our Galactic Citizenship Acceleration with Tracy Cambera. Ooh, y'all, this is a good one. So carve out some time, make the popcorn, settle in to blast off. Tracy and I are bringing it. Ah, the light, the energy. It's so, so good. Many golden nuggets and many tools and tips of embodied ascension. We bring in the human reality. This is not about bypassing this experience here, but it is about having a deep place of awareness. So I don't want to take up much time because I know this one's a little bit longer, but y'all know I don't do interviews very often anymore. I just, I literally don't have the time with everything that's rolling out in my business. So, you know, when I'm going to bring one, it means let's go, let's go. If you're new here, hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you found us. I would absolutely love your star rating and review in Apple Podcasts or you just subscribe on your favorite platform. If you're here on YouTube, hey I'm definitely putting more energy into this channel. So if you can help me by subscribing, I can help make your viewing experience better once I hit those YouTube milestones. I am absolutely committed to this. So When we get there, I will shift things around and you won't have to hit that little skip ads so often. I really want to hear how this aligns for you. Take a screenshot, share it in your stories on in IG, tag me, tag Tracy. We would love to interact with you and really start more energy out in the world on all of the channels through what we are throwing down here for the collective And just a quick note about my offers coming up. I want to let you know that my accelerated in-person retreat that has a hundred percent return desire is coming February, 2024. The spaces are filling up and the five month payment plan ends on July 1st. So I just want to give you a heads up about that because this is the deepest space of acceleration that I've seen anywhere quite honestly, I'm always looking for a retreat of this caliber that I can attend. And y'all, I have yet to find one and I keep getting new downloads for where we're going this year. It's going to be just, mm, it's going to be, it's going to be yummy. It's going to be beyond comprehension in these human bodies. Yeah. (laughs) We're definitely going to be levitating by the end. Also next week, I will be co-hosting with Sydney Compost for her book release party. So check out the link below. I'm going to include it and you can dive in and get a lot of support in what she's sharing for this really fun book release party. And I'm also releasing my manifestation and magnetization bundle that is super affordable and accessible. The reason I'm sharing it is because y'all, everybody's talking about how to manifest but they're not actually giving you the practices to drop into. And that's where people can fall off because they don't understand how to access that type of embodiment. So I make it where you can push play, follow along with me, and then normalize it in your experience. And that is what elevates your frequency. So make sure you get on my email list below so that you're alerted when I drop that bundle. Okay. Without further ado, y'all, let's dive in. Let me tell you a little bit about Tracy here before we begin. 
After a Reiki class that cracked her wide open over 20 years ago, Tracy Cambera was not only able to perform energy work as a conduit of source energy, but also able to hear, see, feel, and know things about anyone and about the universe, meaning she is clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, and claircognizant. These skills have enabled her to connect with galactic beings, source creator, archangels, guardian angels, guides, ascended masters, elementals, and any divine being. She surfs frequencies, harmonizing and connecting with these divine beings daily for her own growth and expansion, as well as her clients. Please welcome Tracy Cambera. Hello, Tracy. Thank you for joining the Wild Heart Revolution. Yay. Yay. Thank you. This is so exciting. This is going to be a joining of the forces. I recently heard uh, somebody tell me who likes, I guess, sci-fi. And he was like, there's a disturbance in the field. (laughs) (laughs) I I loved that so much. So I'm like, there's an activation in the field. We are coming together. Before we begin, I like to start with a toaster, a prayer to the wild heart warriors in our light, especially our dark and in all of our magic and glory. May we continue to elevate consciousness through honesty, humor, humility, gentle care, soul wrenching growth and ownership and to us and to galactic contact connection and acceleration. Yes. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Get my tea. Mm, yeah. So we are going to be dropping into all that goodness, really into our galactic citizenship, because it's opening on such a beautiful plane. Like we were just talking about this right before I hit record is that we're feeling this rumbling in Gaia. Like there is huge transformation. And Tracy, you were talking about how we've been asking for certain things and Gaia is delivering and it just might be a little different than how we expected it to be delivered. And so we were dropping into uh, the flooding that's happening in Sedona, Arizona, your hometown in Oak Creek. Mm -hmm. Raging. And we get the winds of change here. When it's wind Sedona, it's the winds of change, man. It blows off everything. We know that rain cleanses everything, right? And so all of the rain we've been getting, and we've been getting snow, rain every week this year. And usually we only get it in the summer monsoon. But we watch the creek and, and how it's raging, and it's just washing everything away. It's filling. When we fill up the water tables, we're filling ourselves up. We are filling up and that's the whole thing. Fill your love tank, fill the water reservoir, right? And so that's what I feel is like, you know, all the places in the world that that have seen floods, while it's not the way we want it, right? Because we want everything with ease and grace, but it is filling us up. It's filling up the water tables. Water nourishes us. Water cleanses us. So we have to smile and say thank you and be patient and sometimes move to higher ground. You know, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Definitely move to higher ground and, yeah. you know, welcome the, the, I want to say the floods of change. We want the change to yes. happen in a tidal wave. We don't want it yes. to be trickling through. And again, like you said, there's no separation there, right? So mm-hmm. the consciousness that we want to see and be and feel on the planet is the consciousness of nature. It is the consciousness of the cosmos. Like we are all, it is within ourselves. And that's really, you know, the embodiment of, 
not just what we experience in our 3D reality, but the embodiment of who we came in as into these human beings as. Yeah. And we met. So it's interesting because we just met in Sedona, Arizona, when I was there for uh, Molly McCord and my beautiful awakening astrology retreat. And we were talking about how that was a major activation in Sedona. And it literally flooded right where we were doing the work in this beautiful Mm -hmm. container. Yeah, exactly. You know, first, first you had the blizzard the day before the workshop that just slowed everything down, right? Because in Sedona, we're not prepared for that. So we just shut down. Everybody just, and you and I are both from the Midwest. And so blizzards are nothing for us. But out here, it was that quiet and that stillness, forced stillness or compelled stillness, right? Because we couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't get out of our driveways, right? And so it was all this stillness the day before the workshop. And now it's all of the cleansing with the rains right after the workshop. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And it's huge. It's like, that's the power in it is that that snowstorm, what I heard was Sedona hadn't seen snow like that since 1940. And it literally took the power grid out. And, you know, we were kind of like, is the, is the retreat going to happen? Like the airports, it wasn't, it was no joke. Like the airports were closed. The Flagstaff airport was closed. All of the roads around Sedona were completely closed. We had how many people coming in at that time for the retreat. And it was really a beautiful activation of our trust, of our trust Mm -hmm. in how we're being supported at all times. And, yeah. and our ability to drop out of the expectation that our culture has created in this 3D reality and drop into the power of all of energy, of all yeah. energy, life force yeah. energy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was telling you before we recorded, I asked Gaia and, you know, how when when I go pallet boarding on reservoirs and I watch the water go down every week. First, I asked my galactic peeps, right? All of my, all of my guides, my higher versions of self. I'm like, guys, how do we fill this up? Like, like, I'm ready. Let's just whoosh and fill it up. And they're like, yeah, no human experience. It doesn't work that way. You, you incarnated it as human to have an experience, not to have like this, right? And so then I asked Gaia and I'm like, okay, they won't fill it up. How can we fill it up? And she was like, again, it's an experience. If you want that experience of abundance, call it in in a bunch of ways, but also you're going to have the, as the water tables rise, as the earth adjusts, when I do all of this or when we, because we're working with Gaia, she's playing our human game with us, just like the plants and the animals and everything else. And so she's like, we can do this, but again, it's going to be an experience because we incarnated in humanity to have experiences. Right. So yeah. What did you say? Channel three or channel five, right? In channel <laughs> three, we actually have to go through the rain to fill up the water table. You know, channel five, we can beautifully just pull it up, right? But yeah, this is, we're, we're, we're still operating in channel three. Even if we're feeling channel five and above most days, this, this around us is still in channel three and we have to honor those rules. Well, right. Most Why of- would we, if we, <laughs> like, that's the, that's the whole gig of being here. It's not just like, 
immediate consciousness because we wouldn't need the physical form if we were just going to like be hanging out in immediate consciousness. So right. we're the ones, we're the pioneers. We're like, yeah, we'll take that body and that experience and that pain and like the shadow and the wounds and mm -hmm. the traumas and we'll figure it out like over time. Yeah. We'll figure it yeah. out. And this just keeps taking me to this like BS of immediate gratification, which we'll get to. But I want to talk, you said it's an experience and I want to talk about mm -hmm. our experience together. So I want you to share oh, a little yeah. bit about yourself with everybody that's listening right now, because we're going to go, we're going to go pretty deep and we're going to guide people into how mm -hmm. they get to connect in yeah. quantum ways. Honestly, as we're moving now, it's, it, mm -hmm. there's no more learning about it. It's about unlearning. And so yeah. please share with people a little bit about what you do. And then we're going to talk about how we exchanged oh, kind of surprisingly, because you ended up giving me a session right before the retreat. And mm -hmm. then you came to the retreat and then we came back to your session. So it was a really beautiful yeah. vortex that we created together as well. So yeah. go for it. Okay. So, um, I opened up about almost 20 years ago. Uh, it was a Reiki class and I didn't know what Reiki was. I owned a web design company and they wanted a website and they're like, well, we're doing this class. Why don't you come? And I was like, sure. I love learning stuff. And I went and I'm just learning Reiki. And when it came time to, um, work on my partner, you know, the partner in my class, She's on the table and I'm working on her. And I swear to you, an old Japanese guy started talking in my head and I went like this, you know, like dog. And it just, just cracked wide open. I mean, I could talk, you know, mediumship. I could talk to all the past people. They would line up in my house. My kids were very little then. I'm like, y'all can't do this. I'm not talking. I'm not giving messages to strangers and in, in public. And you can't just line up in my house. I have to get to my kids if they, you know, if they cry out, you know? And so the mediumship opened, I, I closed it down. The psychometry I closed down because not only could I not touch things, but like, think about being in a crowded place and you're like, you know, excuse me. And you touch someone and you see their whole life and their trauma and their divorce and everything in one second, you know, in your mind's eye. And, and so there were stuff I shut down, but the channeling, the being able to go anywhere, talk to anybody, you know, any being, any collective consciousness. So that I always kept. And then what it kind of evolved into was connecting with someone's soul and talking to their soul. Because I tell people, you know, as humans, we're the car, not the driver. It's like, this is the soul's incarnation. We're the vessel, the vehicle for the soul. And yes, we have free will to a degree, but the soul, you know, chose, you know, they got the menu out and they're like, I want this experience and this experience and we're going in. And so while we have free will, I always think of those retractable dog leashes or more like a toddler leash and you just rein them back in. So I've spent the past almost 20 years, um, soul coaching, channeling in Sedona, what, what we talked what you just talked about is when we do a multidimensional healing session first, um, we go into the chakras and the bodies and, you know, the mental emotional body has such an effect to me. I see the, the emotional body tethered to the heart chakra. And so when we clear out and balance the bodies, and of course, you know, this, cause you're a healer too. I don't do anything. I joke. This is between you and your soul. I just wave my hands around a lot, you know, <laughs> because you're doing the healing. I'm just the conduit. I am so blessed to participate, to translate, 
But of course, I'm not healing you. You're healing you. And so we do the sessions, the multidimensional healing. We go through bodies and chakras and all the patterns and what's going on and how to shift it. This is the timeline you're on. This is where you head if you stay on this timeline. And if you want to be over there, this is how you get over there. So change that. And then um, what we did after that incredible, you know, energy astrology workshop is the vortex journey where I take people out on the land, out to the stupa and the medicine wheel, sacred land. Um, and, and it's very different. We're working with calling in and releasing um, many things, do a lot of the divine feminine work out there because that's a whole topic unto itself, right? Is how bringing in the divine feminine, how we're balancing our energies and then the medicine wheel. We get the ancestors, we get spirit animals, we get the feminine, masculine, we get the galactics. We, it's a blast. And so a lot of people do the way we did where they do a session. And then the next day when they're really primed, we go out on the land. So yeah, it, it's, I feel so blessed. It's so much fun to be a part of everyone's journey, right? And, and to, to watch that grow and reach. And I will say this, so many healers stepping up. I get so many new clients that go from, well, I took Reiki too, to, wow, I'm a healer. I'm a guide and, and I'm ready to help people. Like they step into their power. They step into their abilities and that's what we need. You know, I'm, I'm ready for the day that humanity is all teachers instead of students, right? Because to me, that's kind of 5D. I, I mean, okay, we're always a student. Like we're always learning. We're always a student. We're always remembering. We're always re-downloading. But when we step into our power and we realize I have something to share, I have something to, you know, to, to assist. And we're all like really elevating the frequency. It's, it's like what your membership does. We just power up, you know? Ah, yeah, yeah, we are definitely powering up. And I mean, I, I firmly believe that the more that we are in our curiosity as students, the more we are in our power as teachers, the sage and the novice, yeah. um, because we all came with a code, basically our own unique cosmic code to crack is what I keep getting in my visions. It's a code to crack that actually releases your innate medicine and your innate healing and mm -hmm. you get the information. That's where the down, they, they literally, the downloads come from your cells. And then you are the expert as well as continuing to be the student of life, right? Yeah. Like we came in to know how to do something really well. And we've been fighting against that by putting ourselves in linear school systems and forcing ourselves out of alignment of what we really came to share because of whatever mm -hmm. narrative it is like, oh, you'll never make money doing that. Like, you know, it, it all comes down to our capitalist, like money first power over culture that's being dismantled and destroyed. Exactly. Um, but that's the beautiful thing is that as we do this transformational work together, the power happens so much greater. And then we crack that code like in quantum leaps, which is really mm. what happened in that weekend with us. Yeah. And I, I was just thinking about that, um, the water in the weekend again, like after that weekend and how Sedona has and Saturn in Pisces right now, we're in huge astrology, but how Sedona has had a lot of, I'm going to quote this, but false prophets, 
There's been a mm -hmm. lot of people there with ill intentions using the front of spirituality or, you know, coercing people in with something that they're not in alignment with whatever. And when we came in with, when that snow came in, it felt like that was the beginning of the revelation, like clearing mm -hmm. that energy out and bringing yeah. in the pure consciousness of people like you that are continuing to hold those grids and those lines in, in that mm -hmm. ley line there. So, yeah. um, let's, so I, I actually want to back up a little bit because you said mm -hmm. you went, <laughs> cause I, I want to make this a little bit more, um, digestible for people because okay. you said you went to a Reiki class mm -hmm. and then suddenly you heard a voice and like, everything turned on. And I just want to tell everybody that's not, that's open. not how it happens for everyone. No, that's how no. it happened for Tracy. Right. Yeah. So that's and, what we and, have. And to I don't remember. recommend that. Like, I don't recommend, you know, if I had, again, it was my soul's choice. It didn't happen to me. It happened for me. But if I, if I would replay that, it would have been, especially because it was almost 20 years ago and frequency wasn't what it is today. So cracking wide open or popcorning open can happen for some people. Slow and steady wins the race, you know, opening it up, just ease and grace in everything. Because people ask me, how did you do it? I don't know what's happened. Why? You know, my soul chose that. You know, why? Why? Why are you doing this? Because my soul chose that. Well, it, to me, the answer is always because of the soul. But I had it in me. We all have it in us. We're all intuitive and we're all empathic. I mean, you know that. It's a matter of drawing it out. You know, it's a matter of drawing it out in your unique way, in your yes, unfolding, yes. in your frequency, because, um, you, it, that happened not just for you, it happened from you. So you opened your soul yeah. in a way that you, you were ready for it. We yeah. really don't want the things to come to us that we're not quite ready for. And I think about this a lot in entrepreneurship, you know, we're always like, oh, we've got to make money right away, but hold on. You haven't really discovered what works for you. What's in alignment for you, right? Mm -hmm. If we start looking at the experience more than the outcome or the immediate gratification, bringing myself back to that, then mm -hmm we allow an unfolding. And the more that we actually allow the unfolding, the more we're open and receptive and ready, right? Because right. there's such a resistance in a like, well, I need to do it that way. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to guide people into knowing that it's different for everyone and taking comfort yeah. in that, right? Because the way that it opened for me is different than the way that it opened for Tracy. And when we're saying opened, what we're talking about is making communication galactically, right? Like yeah. contacting, hearing, be, you know, teleporting, telepathing, do going through all of your clairs, your psychic strength, talking to guides, yours or other people's guides, talking to angels, ancestors in your mm -hmm. unique frequency and in your innate sensory navigation yeah. system. So, um, I just really want to, I want to hone into that because it's so important. That's what's held a lot of people back because they're trying to make it happen the way some, it happened for somebody else. And that's actually blocking yeah, the flow exactly. that's trying to come in. How does that feel for you, Tracy? Exactly. You know, I've got a good friend that came in open 
And, and I see clients like that too, where she's three, four years old going, why are people acting like this? You know, like, I don't get it. We're all supposed to be angels on earth. And it's like, wow, I wouldn't wish that on myself. Like I got it easy by being, you know, a full adult, you know, but, but that's it. It's different for everybody. And, you know, we don't make it happen. Like I tell people, you want to be intuitive, fold laundry and wash dishes, because when you get brain out of the way, the multidimensional mind can come in. And so you let your brain focus. And I literally did that when I moved to Sedona over a dozen years ago and I was honing my skills. I had a mentor that we used to go out. Um, well, I would trail run. He would just stand there. And so he would give me a task. <laughs> I know he is a lot older than me. And he's like, I'm not running these, these trails. He'd give me a task. Let me like by locating, like going to new frontiers, which is what Whole Foods used to be. He's like, go to new frontiers. And we're way out in, in the desert, path, you know, on the outskirts of Sedona. And he'd say, go to new frontiers to produce department and tell me who's there, like what these people are wearing and where they are. And so I would take off trail running and my brain and my body were so busy looking at the trail, making sure I didn't fall because Sedona is really rocky. So I'd be focused on that. So my multidimensional mind could travel. So I would run out. I would I would check at, on my trail. And as soon as I got the information, I turn around and run back to him because he could do this too. You know, he, he'd know. Right. And so I tell him, you know, girl in a pink sweater buying grapefruits, you know, and he could see it too. And so even though everything opened, still honed my skills, I still practice. I still I still get new things every week sometimes every day, you know, I get new abilities. I, I, I drop some, I start some. So it, yeah, it's different for everybody. And to me, that whole teacher student thing, the hallmark of a teacher is stepping into power and loving themselves enough to want to share what they have, right? It's, it's that faith and trust. If I can help one person, I'm going to do this. And one person somewhere in the world will be helped. And so, yes, you know, always a student, even if we are a teacher, but that's the thing when they step into their power, it's like, yeah, of course I can do this, which gets the whole brain retraining thing too. Cause it's like, you have to tell your brain, no, I can do this. Of course I can talk to angels. You know, they're, they're actually standing right behind the camera. You know, they're all standing in a line. The archangels are all like hanging out. I should be like, come over here, you know, go sit with me. So Lori can see you, you know? Well, and that's really where yeah. the practice comes in. This is an ongoing evolution in this human body. There's we're infinite. Yeah. There's no start. There's no stop. And so that's where your free will does come in. Like, yeah. How much are you interested in it? How curious are you? Because you mm -hmm. are the catalyst to your own portal. Yeah. <laughs> like that's really what yeah. it comes down to. And I love these practice exercises. I'll never stop practicing because it's about observing and confirming. And when you confirm, you actually become more of the teacher because it's that confidence in the confirmation. Yeah, and that yeah. also takes us to being curious and getting rid of this bullshit idea of failure and knowing that we get yeah. more information when we take a risk, when we ask, when we, you know, I'm always, I teach people Claire exercises and psychic strength practices. And I'm like, mm. you've got to play with it. You've got to ask people. That's how you confirm, and yeah. when you confirm <laughs> that intuitive voice and that connection. 
then you yeah. know exactly where it's coming from and you can differentiate the linear mind, the control mind, the, you know, the monkey mm -hmm. mind, whatever it is, you can start to differentiate. And then you're like, oh shit, I've been psychic this whole time. I've just been, <laughs> yeah. I've been denying it. I've been, you know, repressing it or bypassing it. And I just want to mm -hmm. say that I'm actually one of those kids. I came in as a star seed and I knew it all. I would sit in church and I was like, I don't understand. Like, why aren't we levitating? And I didn't understand the language and the fear. It, it just, it never vibrated for me. Yeah. I, I remember this back to pre-verbal. And what I'll say about that is, oh gosh, I had an amazing childhood. But then once you come into like really deep relationships with humans, I got mm -hmm. taken very far into the human experience to experience it and then come back. Yeah. And I always had that North star of knowing the divinity, you know, I I've been unwinding and connecting and doing that all, but it wasn't until I went through my dark decade of the soul that I got in touch in a way that all of the conditioning had been like, it gets stripped away in those places of intense mm -hmm. grief. Mm -hmm. And then that strengthened my channel when I came back and I came back yeah. to my practices. So this, it really is an unfolding journey. So Tracy, like even before you went to that Reiki class, something in your path had taken you to the place where you had a receptivity, right? Mm -hmm. You had a non-resistance uh, yeah. when you went through something, some experience in that mm -hmm. class. Well, and, and what surprises me is that because my family had a lot of businesses and, and so I was running all of them. So we'll just, I like to call myself human wise, a reformed control freak. <laughs> and so, so I was, you know, had to be the boss was really controlling, was making everything run. I don't know why I was so amazingly receptive. I kind of chalk it up to my kids were little. And when you're a single mom, you know, you, you, your kids are first, you, you know, your work and business is second. I was too busy to freak out because, you know, when, when you're, when you're teaching people the skills, right. When you're working with people to bring their skills forward, the, the two big things, uh, you know, I heard something or I knew something, right. You know, I shook hands with someone and, and I saw that they're about to meet their beloved. Right. And it's like, number one, I thought I was crazy. So I shut it down or number two, scared the crap out of me. So I shut it down and I didn't have either of those reactions because literally I was too busy. I'm like, oh, okay. Well now I can talk to Archangel Michael. Cool, dude. You have to come to work with me because I, I have a whole big list to do today, you know? And so I, there was no resistance and, and I just accepted. I don't know that I invited it in because it all just rushed in. But I accepted, oh, okay, this is what I do. And it's, it's so often when we're entrepreneurs and we're so busy getting everything done, it's like someone puts something else on our plate and it's like, yeah, just set it down. I'll get to it after lunch. And, and that's how I took all of the opening because it was probably a mile, four, five, six years before I started doing it professionally. You know, it was after a workshop. It was, I was at a workshop years and years ago and people are like, oh no, read, read me and do this for me and do that for me. And I'm like, oh, okay. And you know, and then, and also I ended up getting, um, going into life coaching too. So then I had the coaching experience also. And then, and then it really merged together because when I could take the intuitive and the galactic and the coaching and the psychology of it, 
I was like, okay, now I feel like I have enough tools to help somebody. And again, this was decades ago. Now it's like, y'all can just read a story about Reiki and start playing with the energy with your hands and go put them on your dog and feel it and go from there. Right. Uh, not saying you don't need to be certified in Reiki, but you know what I mean? It, the energy is more accessible today. The frequency is higher today. So yeah. it's much more at our fingertips. So like everybody practice it, read about it, you know? Well, Watch and that's why, that's why it's more accept like more accelerated because mm -hmm. more people are opening up to it. And the more that yeah. happens on a mass scale, the more the dominant narrative and the frequency is actually there and we can tap in, mm -hmm. you know, I yeah. often talk about this in my courses that it's, it's always, it's historically been super easy to have bad habits because you're tapping into those habits in the near in like the collective consciousness. So mm, the yeah. collective consciousness, I, and I love to give this example because I feel like it really like brings it home, right? When we're, when we mm -hmm. really understand it in ourselves, they're like, oh yeah. So I talk about how, like, if you're driving home from work, you know, you've been at work all day or whatever, and you're driving home and every single person you pass in a car is smiling at you. Like right now, no, how do you is. feel? Yeah, I like that. See, you automatically, you feel that frequency yeah. elevate and you're like, oh my God, that would feel amazing. Like just getting to tap into that level of joy on a mass scale after mm -hmm. you've, you know, done a full day and you might be tired and your energy might be low. Like it feels really good. Now let's get into the reality, our 3d reality where everybody's driving and they've got something else to do. They miss their, they're late. They're something's late They, You know, their kids have to yeah. be here. They've got calls coming in and they're tapping into that frequency and their energy is low. And you yep. are directly connecting with that as you pass everyone as yeah. you're going home. You see the difference? Oh, yeah. I yeah. dance in the car. It, it's when, when, whether I'm going to the grocery store or going to do in-person sessions, if I'm in the car, I crank the music and I'm dancing and I'm sure at stoplights, people are side-eyeing me and I'm like, you know, you could join me. It's like what you did in our workshop, right? Yeah. You know, do you know how many dancing, people though? Dancing. But that's what I'm saying. You know how many people actually aren't side-eyeing you? And they're like, oh my God, I want to feel like that going yeah. home. Like it's planting a seed in them, even if they're not outwardly expressing it. And the yeah. more people they would see doing that, the more that seed mm -hmm. would grow. And that's the point yeah. of what we're doing here in the human evolution and the light consciousness awakening, the new earth rebuilding is we mm -hmm. can't, we can literally live in that joy, just tapping into it. Yeah, it's like, that's our drug. That's the natural mm -hmm. drug of choice that we have never had. And yeah. it's very exciting. So I just want to highlight there as Tracy was talking about, this was an unfolding revelation for her. So she said that she didn't start doing it professionally for four to five years. So I want your cells to take that in, right? Because yeah. something can open in us. And then we have to have that unfolding and also the observation and confirmation, right? That right. really brings us the confidence that we take it into our new earth systems and yeah. we take it into being the teacher of what we mm -hmm. came here to share while continuing to learn and grow on that. Yeah. Yeah. So a few points. One, when we were talking about the smiles and the happiness and stuff, happiness is a choice. Joy is a choice. And when something gets me like 
I'm late for a session. And because you know, time doesn't really exist. And so I have a hard time with it often, <laughs> you know, but when I'm late for a session and I hit a stoplight, it's like, I can choose. I remind myself I can choose to be upset or I can choose happiness. So a, we can choose to smile. Remember that. And that also reminds me that so many people, you know, it's, it's, well, you need permission to work on someone and you need permission for this. And when you practice your skills, you can't just go into Starbucks and, and, and ping people and, and feel their emotions. And I'm like, you know what? Smiles are free, right? And so I can smile at anybody. I can send love to anybody. If they don't want it, what they do with the love, if they put it in their pocket and take it home, great. If they throw it on the floor, great. I'll pick it up and give it to someone else, you know? And so, you know, it's like, we can, it, it, that to me, that's expanding the frequency on the planet. When we're sending love out, when we're practicing our energy healing and we're sending love and we're sending compassion and we're physically smiling at people wherever we go, right? You know, it makes a difference. It, it makes a huge difference. And it not only puts us out op into openness and receptivity of our abilities, because to me, they're not gifts, they're abilities. We all have them. Mine just flipped on. Someone just turned on my light switch, you know, my soul. But, but so, so we have these abilities and the more we practice them and the more we play with them and the more we play in them, right? It's just like when you smile at someone and they smile back at you, uh, I, I was watching something on Instagram I don't know, some lady was some young woman was doing pull-ups and it was like army guys, military guys. And they were holding the pull-up bar and she was doing pull-ups and everyone, all the guys were watching her and looking at her. And this woman stopped by and she started going, you go girl. Yeah. You, you know, and she started really cheering her on. And so all the men stood around and this is, this is not like, I'm not using this as an example of masculine and feminine energies, just as the fact that one person got into it, just like in our workshop, when you started dancing up the aisle and I started dancing in my seat and where, you know, a lot of us started dancing. It's like she affected one person and one woman was cheering her. And that woman's going to remember for hours or days or weeks, like, man, I saw a sister do something amazing and it, and it, and it up leveled her, right? It made her happier. It empowered the woman watching, right? Cause like, I can't do one pull up, you know, but, but it was very empowering. So yeah, teacher and student practicing your, your abilities, like we can do this, just step into the frequency. Well, and you know, I, I want to talk about get, we really got to get yeah. out of like, do it that you've got to do it this way or don't do it this oh, way. You know, when you were oh. saying people are like, you can't just go in Starbucks. We've got to get out of this. You can yeah. and can't do this. And we've got nice. to get into what is what's coming through our soul. How do we unfold this journey and trust yeah. that those that are meant to learn from us, share with us and teach us because we are all mm -hmm. each other's reflection and mirror. Yes. Any experience you have is never about them. It's always about you, but we've been making it about yes. them for too long. Mm -hmm. And then we've been sacrificing ourselves as well. And so when we can trust that, we're all going to start following the frequency of our nervous system, our innate navigation system, right? Then mm -hmm. there's no more rules because 
we don't have to police people into how we want them to behave or how we want their energy to be. And we get to just go and shine our gifts and trust that the people that are meant to be in our orb or in that frequency will come. And so I just, I wanted to make that point because I think it's just, you know, feel into yourselves when you hear anything like that, like do it this way. Don't do it that way. How does that feel? It doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah. And do it. My way is the right way for me, maybe, but that's the thing. People they're like, well, how did you do it? Well, I can tell you how I did it. Doesn't mean that's how you're going to do it. You know, and I have friends that do it completely differently than me. And I see clients that are so open and call it in so beautifully. Right. And I'm like, wow, can you show that to everybody else? So, so to me, I try to practice no dogma because, you know, at my age, I have enough patterns and conditioning, right? Enough dogma as it is. So if we take the rules out of everything and it's just me and source, right? Me and my soul. And so without dogma, without rules, how do we connect? How do we um, bring, you know, bring forth our abilities and really radiate and emanate the, the higher frequency. So I agree with you, trust yourself, you're going to do it your way. And it's going to be beautiful. And it doesn't have to be like anybody else's. You know, we're all we're all connecting to the same place in different ways. Yes. Oh, I just there's no more one size forced all like yeah, that. There really isn't. <laughs> that has severed well, us it- from our power. And, and we have like you and I both have courses, you know, that the online courses and courses that we teach. And there are courses that are fabulous that cost thousands. There are courses that cost, you know, 33 bucks, you know, like there's a, a musician I follow, a, a singer, and I love her little $33 courses and meditations. And so it, it runs the gamut. And while some people have created processes, you know, like I have friends that do emotion code. I really love it on people and animals. I don't do it. I connect differently. And my soul's like, you're not meant to do that. We do it like this. And I'm like, okay, but it's very effective for others. He has a specific process that he uses and he charges for it and you get certified in it. If you're called to it, great. But if you also want to go into your, you know, your loved one or clients or horses trauma, the way emotion code does, you can do it like that too. So, you know, spend the money if you want, don't spend the money if you want, they might have specific processes, but look at Reiki. We all do Reiki differently and look at how, look at all of the, the, you know, Usui Reiki and what did Egyptian, one of my, one of the beautiful man that, that I work with when I do in-person sessions does Egyptian Reiki yoga. I'm like, Ooh, okay. I want to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? We all, we all, we're all pulling in right from our galactic selves. So yeah, it, it's like explore everything, trust yourself, right? How does it feel? you know, ask yourself, ask your soul, do I want to dig, you know, dig deeper in this take, do I want to take one more step forward into it? Or do I feel like, well, this is good, but maybe something else, right? And just explore and open yourself up and trust yourself. You know, this intuition, trust yourself that you will guide you. I always say, I guide me, right? My soul is telling my human, I will guide me to the right answers, right? The right, the, you know, the, the highest explorations. 
Yeah. yeah and even if my free will takes me off course, it will come back mm -hmm. around. It just, oh, it, will. it might be on a different timeline, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll um, hear a lot of laughing because, you know, my soul and my guides and everybody, will be, they'll be looking down, you know, at the little mud puddle I fell in, right? Because I just demanded to do it this way. And they all just laugh until I get climb out and I go, okay, well, I got to have my experience. Now we'll try it your way. Because <laughs> so, I'm right. still human, people. <laughs> well, and that's in the sacrificial culture that has really pushed us into this breaking point. And we don't need to be at the breaking point. We get messages many, many times before that breaking yeah. point. And, you know, are you in resistance? Can you hear the messages or are you in flow? So this is really, it brings us back to being the eternal student, like we talked about before in being curious. And when you find someone, something, an energy, a modality, whatever it is, mm -hmm. when you find that and your cells say, yes, like this yeah. gets me excited yeah. That's the knowledge that this is an avenue. This is a path to explore. And that's yeah. when your cells are excited. That's when you're going to move in quantum ways and you're going to open in new ways, yeah. you know, but there are very specific things that you can like right. do but, to help yourself get there. So what happens is your cells get all excited, right? And you're like, oh, this feels good. I, I you know, I want to do this. And what happens next? the ego mind comes in. Oh, well, that's too expensive. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to earn money with that? Your friends are going to freak and think you're a weirdo. And I could go on and on and on, right? And so they get all of that excitement and then they let their ego mind squash it. And the one thing that I practice it always or whenever I have the awareness that I'm doing it, right, that it's happening, is I always thank the ego mind, the brain. I'm like, thank you. You're trying to protect me. You're trying to keep me safe. You're trying to keep me in the comfort zone where I've got success right here. Right. So thank you for trying to protect me. And then the ego mind's like, Oh yeah, I did my job. And it kind of walks off and you're like, and I'm going to go over there and take that class. Right. And so that's the thing we call in and it, like, people are like, well, how do I tune into my intuition? Trust me, you're using it every day because I can jump in the pages of your book of life and see I'm watching you use it, you know, because I, I can see the colors. I can see the lines. I can see you using it, you know, just like I saw those Palladians on stage with you that we have to talk about later, you know, <laughs> but, you know, when you were doing the unwinding, but, but it's like, they're using their intuition. They're stepping into joy. And then the ego mind comes in to protect them. It's not the enemy. It's coming in to protect them. Ooh, you're going to spend a lot of money if you do that. What if you don't make the money back? You know, how are you going to do this professionally? Just trying to protect them. That's okay. It's the way humans are wired. And we can say thank you and then just move there anyway and stay in the joy. Reclaim that joy, that power. Eternally the student. Now let's also be eternally the teacher be empowered gather up as a student share it as a teacher gather more as a student share it as a teacher and then we're eternally both in power and love yes okay. and i mean we do have to look at the ego mind is built from being an absorptive being because we're always absorbing yeah. energy and especially absorbing mm -hmm. language and so that is cultural programming and conditioning so we have to look at it to dismantle it right? Because then we don't have such a resistance of that ego mind. And so mm -hmm. when we create more um, power and strength in the intuitive response over yeah. the learned reaction, you know, those mm -hmm. are the two things that we really look at. And when you start 
being very diligent moment by moment in your response, rather than just reacting in reaction, you actually have more of that foresight and more of that intuitive process and hit, and you don't have to move through that resistance so much. And so it's really important that we look at how do we decrease that fear frequency, which takes me back to like certain practices that you can do that help Mm -hmm. you move in this way. Right. And especially we want you to move quantum, right? Because Tracy and I have been doing this for so long, you know, and we want people to, we want it to be at the dominant narrative. So you don't have to like almost work. Like I did have to be very diligent because I didn't have any reference around me in my family and my community. And I had to keep believing in myself. And then I would fall back into what was happening around me and then come back. And we want you all to just come online because that's how everyone else is going to come online. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It can be easy. It's that awareness. You know, I don't, I always choke that my soul everybody's soul loves experiences, right? If the soul is infinite love and, and, um, uh, divine light, it is this divine neutral being. So it wants an experience, whether the human deems it painful or celebratory, the soul wants an experience. So I'm always very aware that if I react to something, my soul's going to be like, Ooh, Ooh, okay. We're having an experience. This is going to be good. Right. And I don't want to continue down a path because if something that I deem negative happens, I don't want to magnify it. I don't want to continue it. So it's like, I'm always very aware. Do I want to turn this into an experience? Because my soul will jump in the seat and grab its popcorn, right? Their popcorn, whether, whether my car breaks down or I get a hundred new clients, you know? And so what experience do you want? And the more we use that awareness is exactly what you said. The more we use our awareness, instead of being reactive, we can be like, whoa, okay, I felt the joy. Now I'm feeling the fear. Yeah, I like the joy and I'm going to go for it, you know, which gets us to faith and trust. Everything is always divine and perfect. You know, your soul is guiding you, your higher selves are guiding you. And so faith and trust, you know, if you want, if, if this class feels good and you're excited about it, then take a step, you know, try it out, do a free trial, buy the class, have faith and trust that you will find a way to use it in real life. If you want to be a healer, know that your path is opening up for you, you know? And so, yeah, just choose those feelings. And, and even as a professional healer, you know, this, everybody that wants to be a pro that, that you're coaching and, and teaching, you know, they're like, well, how do I trust I'm getting it right? How do you know that I'm getting the right information? For me, I use energy signatures, just like thumbprints. Your energy signature cannot be duplicated. So I'll know if it's really Archangel Michael or, you know, somebody trying to pretend to be him or them. And so, but outside of feeling energy signatures, it's like, just how does it feel? If it feels in love, continue with it. And, and as far as trusting, just point blank trust. Like I know I'm getting the right information because I I hear your soul and I just trust what I'm getting. Right. And so when people are opening their intuition, just trust it. If it's positive and beautiful and supportive, then yeah, it's, it's, it's unconditional love. It's from your guys. So trust what you're getting. And if you get something negative, like, sorry, you see your grandparent dying or something like that, 
it's not something you have to share. It's just, okay, I saw that. Do I want those abilities? Do I want to see that? To me, everything's a gift. So if I did see that someone was passing, that would give me the ability to spend more time with them, you know, have more important time with them, really celebrate what time they have left. So I don't know. I look at the silver linings on the clouds. Well, and that's the thing. What's your belief system? Right. Because my belief system is we're infinite, we're consciousness and the body might end, but we don't end. And so death to me is actually a beautiful celebration. It's a gorgeous transcendence. It's a gorgeous transition. And that's where it's really important to actually start to excavate and explore what are your deepest belief systems? Because if they're Um, rooted in fear and scarcity and mistrust, right, then that's going to be the experience that you are inviting in. And that's, you know, I, I feel like excavating those parts of our life are really important. And I love what you said. I love that you said, I wrote it down. Do I want to make this into an experience? Because <laughs> what I teach people is in every moment, just check in. Am I in resistance or am I in flow? Which yeah. way go, which way do I go for resistance? Which way do I go for flow? And mm-hmm. That can be a like what we're doing right now is moving beyond that ego mind that's been doing it in resistance for so long because that's how we've been trained. Those are the systems around us. And so this is where it takes takes us back to what Tracy is saying, like trusting yourself and letting yourself go with the experience that you want to create. You get to create that experience Mm -hmm. in every choice you make through the day. Yeah. You know, when law of attraction first started getting big decades ago, They always use the example of ordering dinner at a restaurant. You order dinner and then you expect the the, the plate of food to show up in 10 minutes or 15 minutes or however long it takes, right? But in real life, we've forgotten that. So it's like when I order something and I order a lot of things and I return a lot of things, discernment is great. And I'm one of those that I often like, first off, I will know what I don't want right? So I tune into what I truly want by seeing some of the things I don't want. Plus, I think we talked about this the other day is with discernment, a lot of people, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll place an order and they'll fall out of frequency. They'll be like, oh, but I don't deserve this, but how could this happen? You know, I never, I don't worry about how, because I ordered it, it's coming to me. Right. And I trust the universe it, it, in the, 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 the old phrase, this for better you know, it's always this or better. And so, you know, when we trust ourselves and we place the order and we go, okay, I want to learn, you know, to be intuitive. I want to take this class. I trust that I'm going to learn something. I trust that I'm going to use it in the most beautiful way. Right. And, and just trust. And, And it keeps that, that trust keeps you open, keeps you in flow. And then anytime, because I tell people, even in meditation, if it's not happening, like I'm not one of those people that can just sit quietly. I can go into zero point, but I do it very quickly. And then I kind of pop out, you know, not too long after. And so for meditation, I'm not sit quiet and meditate. I'm too bouncy. Uh, You know, I'm active meditation, right? Walking meditation, um, visualizations. And so I tell people when, when I'm teaching them in meditation, it's like, if it's not working, get up and go do something else, right? If it, if you're not in the flow, you have to, to sit there and you're like, it's not happening. Oh, I'm thinking about this. Oh, now I'm thinking about that. 
yeah, that's resistance. Go, go read a book, go exercise. Right. And so exactly what you said, check, check yourself. Are you in flow? Does this still feel good? Because the way for me, the way timelines work. And so, you know, we have all of the timelines, right? And we are constantly jumping timelines. And so, you know, we're in this class, we're loving it. And now all of a sudden we, someone in front of us says, well, I see this and that. And you're like, oh crap, I don't see anything. This isn't working for me. I'm not going to get it. You know, this, this class isn't going to do it for me. I suck. You, you just jump to another timeline and where that goes is not where you want to go. Right. And so we are constantly jumping timelines. So I'm always taking a little peek at my timelines. Am I still where I want to be going, you know, and how do I adjust course that's flow or resistance? Yeah. Yeah. And even just, um, something that I was, uh, getting to before is decreasing fear frequency. So what yeah. are you plugged into? Cause we're absorbing all day long. So no matter what yeah. you're plugged into, you're going to be emanating that energy because even if you're doing it unconsciously, you're taking it in. So that mm -hmm. is just like one way to start to open your soul. What I was getting from, from you before, as you were talking, I was like, oh yeah. So it's either you, it's like, do I want to be in my soul? with this interaction or do I want to be in the construct of other people or the culture, yes. right? Like the constructs yeah. that the culture has made like mm -hmm. external resources, whatever it is, or judgment or whatever, or do I want to be in my soul about this and trust myself there? Um, yeah. but when you're decreasing the fear frequency, literally that's, opening your soul <laughs> and yeah. consciousness, non-physical consciousness runs like higher, the less fear frequency that we have. And I've never been in fear frequency because I've had, you know, the knowledge since I came in. And so I don't have fear frequency around what I know to be true. That isn't in my physical world. And so I have mm -hmm. non-resistance to the experience of, of humanity, right? If we're resisting the experience that we came here to have in a multidimensional level, that's going to, you know, increase, it'll go vice versa, increase fear frequency, fear frequency will increase the resistance of our actual experience mm -hmm. here. It, you know, we can look at it in our culture, how we resist death. It's an experience. Yeah. Every one of us absolutely has like every mm -hmm. single one of us. Yeah. Being born and dying are the only two things that I can think of that we will all absolutely have together. And those exactly. are both our most transcendent times and we resist them in this culture. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and when we look at the, the fear frequency, again, every time we drop into awareness and we can ask ourselves, is it, is it um, flow or is it fear? And again, just like happiness and joy, it's a choice. You know, this morning, I'll admit, I was really nervous because, oh, podcast and what am I going to say? And, you know, even though like we already talk, like we're already friends, I was still very nervous. And I'm like, no, no brain. I'm excited. I can be terrified and excited at the same time, but I'm taking that fear frequency, you know, because unlike you who came in open, I got programmed my whole life, you know? So for me, it, it's, it spikes, right? The fear frequency. It's like something will come up like this morning, 
you know, all this energy is coming up and I'm like, oh, you know, and in my brain, like, what if you do something wrong? And, and what if your shirt looks bad on, on the screen or anything? And so it would come up and I'd be like, no, this is excitement. I am so excited right now. We're going to dance. We're going to play. We're going to create. And so every time the fear frequency tried to, to um, take hold or get like, get in my vision, I would be like, mm -mm, I'm turning it to joy. I'm turning it to flow. You know, it, this is my choice. I can sit here in the scary what ifs, or I can sit here in the excitement of we're going to create something that I can't even imagine. Right. I mean, you know, this is, this is just going to rock. And so that's it. It's, it's uh, using the awareness to see, Am I in resistance? Am I in flow? And when the fear frequency comes and, and the big thing is, is the more you turn the fear into flow and the more you use your awareness, the less reactive you are, you know, the less reactive you become because you start living outside the emotional field and living in the energy field, which is so much more expansive. Right. And so those fear spikes happen less and less because the minute it starts, you recognize it. And I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. No, I'm not going there. I'm choosing this. And I smile, you know? Yeah. And what, yeah. It, like what I'm feeling from that, it's really nice. It's like, I'm feeling this very distinct shift where we're actually in our instincts, right? We're in our innate body sensations, which we have yes. for a reason. Like we're supposed to feel that we're supposed to feel that excitement or fear or whatever that comes up, right? Because mm -hmm. it, it keeps us alive. It's like our life force energy. Yes. But there's the, the, what I'm, what I'm feeling here is where there's a very distinct shift where we transfer that over into the learned fear, right? That is the uh -huh. learned ego fear yeah. in the culture. Yeah. So when we can keep it in that like life force, like excitement and life that we're experiencing mm -hmm. in our body, that's like pumping us up. It's getting our blood moving. It's like, okay, I'm getting yeah. ready to do something new and I'm getting ready to grow and expand. Yeah. And we've learned to make that a negative thing in the learned fear frequency around okay. us from the constructs, from the narrative, oh, yeah. from the culture, right? So even from the selling, the sensationalism yeah. selling of we're not good enough. So you have to buy this product. And the growth we're leaving the herd. If we grow, right. If we grow and expand our frequency and you know, we, we end up on the level up here. Now we're up here and everybody we love is down here. And that can be terrifying too. And so again, that fear, the collective, the humanity collective fear frequency. Right. But the thing is, is I may be up here and I may feel a chasm sometimes, but the truth is, we're still all a collective. All I have to do is send love down. You know, it's, it's that non-attachment that comes with it. It's like, trust me, I know I'm weird. If you think I'm weird and it's too much love and bless, I still send you love and I hope you're happy, but I guess we're not hanging out today. Right. You know? And so I, you know, when, when we're getting, how do I say, I want my human wants to say, when we're getting rid of all those fears that are programmed in us, but really we literally just expand past it. There is no fight. There is no, I always think of, and I'm going to, I can never get this right. Capoeira, right? That Brazilian dance that's like martial arts and dancing at the same time. It's so beautiful. And that's what 
this earth game is because we don't have to fight our programming. We don't have to resist what our parents taught us. We just move into what feels better. And when we're up here in this frequency of love, we can send love back to all of them. And if that love pops them open and they can understand us better, great. And if it doesn't, just keep loving them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And honestly, when you're up in that higher transcendent place, when you, when you rise above and you're able to get a higher vantage point, then it all makes sense. Like you yeah. actually see why you chose the parents that you chose. You see how that's the code that's been cracked for you. You, yeah. you, you see things that your ego brain wanted differently but actually mm -hmm. your soul experience absolutely wanted and needed to have happen for your innate medicine to come online. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. I always think of driving because the traffic can get really bad here, you know, in, in Sedona. And so it's like, if I, you know, if, if, if I'm late and, and I'm rushing and I'm not being, you know, not in my awareness, not in my heart, you know, I can get, pissy about the cars next to me. And I could be like, okay, y'all just got to move. I need to get home. Or sometimes I will get like, literally, I will get a hundred feet from the road that, that leads to my driveway and traffic will be backed up. And I have to sit there when I can just, I can see my driveway. Right. So I can get all pissy about it. But when I stay in the higher vibration and I stay in love and I'm dancing and, you know, in the car and, and I'm just sending love and compassion out, then it's like, Oh, well, if I have to sit here a hundred feet from my driveway, I get one more song on the radio to dance to. And, and someone wants to cut in, you know, it's like, oh, sure, you can get in front of me. It's good. And it just, it, I laugh at myself because that's all our chosen emotion, our chosen frequency. Where do you want to stay? Where do you want to live? And when I live in the higher, just like you said, when I live in the higher frequency, it's all beautiful. So what was, buddy, if I let you in, I'm not going to get to my driveway. Become sure you can come in because it's a beautiful day and a good song's on the radio and let's just dance longer. So more comes in. The beauty of everything comes in. Everything becomes perfect, right? The way it is when you're in that frequency. So, well, right. And when you, when you trust the experience of life, when you trust yeah. the unfolding of life, situations don't matter anymore. We've, we've put yeah. ourselves in this, like not only sacrifice, but in a constant production mode. And we're always yeah. looking at the next thing, but when you have all of your centeredness and balance and groundedness and trust of your journey here in this life, you are happy no matter where you mm -hmm. are, whether you're in traffic, like no matter what kind of landscape you're yeah. in, like whatever's happening, you always have that sacred yeah. space within you and that trust. It's like that vibration and trust is so crucial and it's critical mm -hmm. to how we make quantum leaps, right? Exactly. We no longer go on the construct of time because mm -hmm. that's where everything becomes available to us. And in the car, when you're waiting an hour to get into your driveway, that's a hundred feet away. You might have one of the most profound teleportation experiences you've ever had, which I had in the car and it changed my life in one moment. Right. Yeah. And so when you just, when you let go of the need and the expectation and you trust the unfolding experience that automatically creates you as your own portal.
Like that yeah. opens the frequency for what absolutely is coming in now. I mean, Gaia is changing. The veil is so thin. Like if you're so connected, the, the veil is pretty much not even there anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. So thin, you know, and, and I will add to it that everything becomes divine and perfect. And so as humans, we're taught to be productive. You know, my kids are grown now and it's always weird for me that they're not trying to rule the world like I was programmed to do, right? And so when it happens differently, right? And you're open to the universe and it happens differently than you see, to, to be open to that. There are times where I say, okay, universe, I want this, send me this. And then something will happen. And it's like, why did we take a left turn? I was, I was, you know, I was a hundred feet from my driveway. Why did you stop traffic now? Right. But even when I don't see the, the benefit or, or the outcome, or like, why did you take me on this path? Even when I don't see that answer, I can still sit back and trust and go, ah, okay. It's not playing out the way I ordered it because you got something better in mind, right? And the universe is delivering something better. So, because it's hard when you get the answers for everybody else, it's hard when you don't see your own answers all the time, right? And so, and, and, and <laughs> yes. I, I, I will say, you know, the answers I see for everybody else is where they're at now, the path, the, the timeline they're at now. It doesn't mean that, that anything's 100% given. You know, I don't think any psychic can present, pre, um, present you know, 110% because we do have free will, but that's the thing that faith and trust that, well, if I order blue and I open the box and it's red before I get pissed and send it back to Amazon, I'm going to go, maybe red looks better on me. Should I try the red one on? How does the red one feel? You know, universe, did you, you know, like my soul, did you send me the red one on purpose? Right. And so, so whatever it is, it is a gift. So look at it as a gift and take Take all of the beautiful information and energy from that gift, e even if it turns out you still don't keep it because, you know, we, we do get committed to, to our desires too, you know, that just feels so good. It feels so good. I love it so much. I have, um, you know, I teach muscle testing a lot in my containers. And one of the first things I really started doing with muscle testing was when I would lose something, we have that immediate stress reaction of like, Oh my oh, God, yeah. where is it? I'm never going to find it. There's like lack and scarcity. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was the first thing that I started muscle testing. And I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing to not have that immediate reaction of stress and trust that I'm going to find it. Like yeah. I have all of the tools within me to find it. And now what I do, it's so fun. And that's where like, make this fun. It's joyful yes. when you get off of the construct of time and like needing it to happen right now, it happens quicker for you. And it's a really mm -hmm. fun process because now when something I, I don't lose anything, I just don't remember where it was. Yeah. Um, I'll just start, I'll, I'll like kind of get into a trance space and I'll start thinking about it and it the vision will appear where it is. And exactly. I'm just like, Oh my God, this is so much fun. And that's the thing when we, we are so good at absorbing and we're so good at being repetitive. So anything you practice, I promise you, you're going to get dang good at. We just mm -hmm. have never normalized our consciousness practices. We've never normalized being in touch with our guides, our soul spirit. We've normalized giving our power away. And that is changing mm -hmm. in such beautiful ways, Tracy. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, which also brings me to the fact that I get so many clients that are still complaining about the outer world, you know, and I, and, and I have to explain to them that as we change the inner world, the outer world does change. So there's a lot that I ignore because it's not real. You know, the, the last vestiges hanging on, it's not real. Like, like when people talk about, um, that you know the housing crisis you know that the pandemic initiated a housing crisis and in Sedona we felt it really strongly most of the healers are gone because they could no longer afford to live here and you know it pushed everybody out and so yes we we can acknowledge that there's a housing crisis but what I'm focusing on is that the housing crisis created enough of a we'll say a problem in the face of those, you know, in power that they have to change zoning laws. They have to make tiny home communities. They have to allow tiny homes. And so, and now we're doing tiny home communities. I, I follow some on, on YouTube, you know, tiny home builders that are making communities. Right. And so I'm like, listen, guys, without this, who knows how many years it would have taken America to move into smaller homes, which is funny because Americans visit Europe and everything's tiny in Europe, you know, but, but it's like, see, this created that and it is a process, but it's a process leading us to something beautiful, you know? So it's like, we can acknowledge, okay, I might not like what I'm seeing right now or what I sense right now, but I can choose love and joy. I can send love to it and I can assume I can trust the universe and I can assume that this is for my growth, my expansion, humanity's expansion. This is a necessary step, just like the weather we were talking about earlier, you know, with all, in, in order to lift the, the water tables in Arizona, we're getting a tremendous amount of rain. Whereas I ordered just Gaia to like, you know, pull it right up from, from the middle of the earth, but instead we're getting <laughs> tremendous rain. So we get it in a different way. But again, looking at that silver lining instead of the storm cloud, it's like, okay, we might get a tremendous amount of rain, but man, when I paddleboard this summer, those reservoirs are going to be full. So many more people are going to enjoy the rain. There's going to be so many more fish and otters. And so, so it's like, you know, sitting in what is, and accepting it and returning to joy while you're looking at what is and having that faith and trust that even though it may not be pretty today, oh, it's it's on a journey to pretty. Like it, it's working its way to pretty and into beautiful. And I'm going to keep loving it on that journey. Right. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to take it even further because, you know, what that did is it actually very in a, it was very important that it took all of those healers and put them out in acupuncture points of the world so that we create the new ley lines that are now opening up. Yeah. I see them like my vision yeah. keeps opening these little cracks that are coming from the big ley lines that are opening up throughout this plane mm -hmm. and this, this world. And so it actually did something more than what we need, right? It's like, Oh no, yeah. we need our housing. It's like, wait a second. No Gaia is, is expanding us and helping us to move in a more evolutionary way. And so yeah. those healers are now out in the world. They're more in their alignment because they're not in stress for the money or the housing or whatever. Mm -hmm. They found another place and they're putting their medicine into the land, into the cosmos and the energy yes. right there. And yes. we're all connecting together. So it's like, 
when we get out of our need and expectation and like yeah. this immediate gratification, and we realize that we're really being divinely supported at all times. And when we become a mm-hmm. bigger participant in that, we're co-creating. And that's why we are experiencing the cosmic events and celestial phenomena that we are now because we're putting our attention there. So if we just put our attention on the lack and scarcity and like the unjustness of that, we're going to keep bringing more lack and scarcity and unjust energy. That's what we've been Mm -hmm. doing. And this is, you know, the biggest message the Pleiadians have shared with me that they're just like, you have to keep saying it. You have to keep saying it is when we believe in something on a mass scale, we give it power. We make it alive. It's not about laws. It's not about rules. Mm -hmm. It's about our belief. And now that we are all experiencing this opening in consciousness, there's so much more mass belief coming. And that's the ripple effect. The earth is transforming because of it. This is a co-creation always between us and the earth, between us and the cosmos, between our guides and the energy and our chakras and whatever it is like, know that you're so divine and you're so needed for that. And what are you putting your attention on? Because you're a part of elevating whatever that is. Exactly. And, and and just because we don't see it yet in the outer world doesn't mean it's not coming. So again, put your attention and your love on the creations that you're bringing forth in the world. So I know, you know, again, when you're connected in to source, to your soul, to, to your, uh, you know, higher guides, I know what's coming. You know, here's another thing. If energy were hundred dollar bills, you know, it's like, If somebody, you know, uh, pissed you off on the street, you know, if somebody like bumped into you and tried to steal your purse or something on the street, right? And you get, you know, obviously you get really offended and really reactive. If I said, okay, when you react to that person, you have to hand hand him $200 bills. You'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, if you gave me $1,000 in $100 bills, I would be very careful about who I handed them out to, right? I wouldn't just be handing them out left and right. So- if we think about it monetarily, when when we believe all the stories, when we fall for the hype, when we fall into the fear frequency, then we're handing those hundred dollar bills to the old system that's crumbling, and we know it's crumbling. We know it's no longer supported. So stop feeding it, right? right. Feed exactly. the love. Mm -hmm. because we're keeping it alive. Even if you're like, I don't like this, but I'm going to keep subscribing to it because I need to know you're keeping it alive. Exactly. I don't need to know because what I know is real is coming. So yeah, I don't need to know that. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I, I guard my energy like like it's thousand dollar bills. Oh my gosh. What a warm, fuzzy time we have had together. I I feel like there's so many good nuggets. Thank you so much for bringing your energy, your excitement, your passion, and just sharing with people your unfolding journey. It's been, it's been incredible. Oh, thank you. This has been wonderful. I just like, you know, we, we could do this another, another 10 hours, another 10 weeks. Right. It's like, come on, everybody, we can keep doing this. Yeah. yeah. You and I are definitely far beyond the time construct because I do that too. Yeah. I'm always like, why do I try to contain myself in time? Oh, <laughs> exactly. Well, tell yeah. everybody where they can get a hold of you, how they can work with oh, you, sure. like make these deep connections and, um, sure. yeah, just share a little bit more. 
Um, so you can go to my website, tracycambera.com. You're going to have to put that up on YouTube or something to spell it. It's T-R-A-C-Y-K-U-M as in Mary, B as in boy, E-R-A.com. You can read about my sessions, my vortex journeys. You can book online. Obviously you have to come to Sedona if you want to go to the medicine wheel in Sedona, but everything that I do here in an in-person multidimensional session, energy is non-local. I do all the same things in a phone session. I don't usually do it by video because I'm always looking on my mind screen. And so I'm never looking at the person, but um, I do it by phone or by WhatsApp, but yeah, you, you know, you can look at my courses, you can book a session with me online and I'm always here and I'm happy to help. I'm happy to join you on your journey. Yes. It's yeah. so beautiful. Y'all, if you are in Sedona, which number one, please keep going and dropping more healing in that ley line yeah. uh, from a place of pure consciousness and love frequency. And yeah, I just, I'm, I'm so grateful that we have connected. Uh, it's yeah. so important to keep too. finding community that raises mm -hmm. your vibration and you absolutely yeah. raise my vibration. So thank you. Uh -oh. Thank you. And you, you, you raise mine. It's been such a joy these past few weeks. Such a joy. Yay. Thank Yay. you. Yay. All right, y'all. So I definitely know that you will be dropping in in new ways to your unique cosmic imprint and unfolding in this higher dimensional galactic activation. And yeah, I just hope that you got so much support out of this episode and this exchange. I don't do interviews often anymore. So it's been a pleasure to do this one. And y'all until next time, don't forget to keep looking up. And with that, let's normalize the struggles, celebrate the quirks and lean into the light from myself and Beezus the Brave. Happy wild heart revolution, friends. <laughs>